This episode of the Dub D Dub Review is brought to you by the Theme Park Brothers. Michael, Christina, Jordan, and Cameron Black have some of the nicest quality, genuinely authentic, and completely unscripted Orlando attraction videos on YouTube. Subscribe and check out their latest videos, which are sure to keep you entertained as well as keep you informed of all the latest changes to the Walt Disney World Resort. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the WW Review Podcast. This is going to be episode number 46. And yes, we do realize we are getting close to that magic number. Um, this is your host for the evening, Pete. And with me is Chris. How you doing, Chris? Good, buddy. How are you? Uh, you know, hanging in there. A little cool, but uh, I survived the snow that you managed to just have to come back to instead of dealing with... And it's falling. Right now as we speak. Yeah, that's not cool at all, Pete. And by the way, you sending me pictures of the snow when I'm in Florida, that didn't make me want to hasten my trip back at all, I got to tell you. Yeah, well, you know, you sending me pictures of Florida while I was in the snow didn't exactly (laughs) endear me to you either at the moment. But they were pictures you like. (laughs) They were. I will will absolutely agree with that. They were pictures of the poly. And as you know, that is my happy place that I don't get to be that as often as I'd like, but you are going. How many days I, for you? I have fifty-two days until I check in. Fifty-two days. I bet you have a. Do you have an app on your phone that counts off the days? Or I have had a countdown going on my phone app since it was at one hundred and twenty-six days. <laughs> so that. yes, I have. Uh, I've had a countdown. Missy thought it was completely ridiculous that I had it when I was still well into the triple digits, but that's okay. No, I get it. I, I can feel it. We had one for, for California. This uh, this latest trip was kind of an impromptu thing, but the California one, yeah, we've had that countdown for a while. So. And you said this, this last trip being impromptu, that's kind of what we're here to talk about tonight. Um, and it's going to be, you know, what you did on your trip with your lovely wife with no kids. And before we get into that, along, going along those lines of... You know, kind of having a couple's trip by yourselves. I have a little piece of trivia for you, buddy. Oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never on this to end. Fall back on either. Yeah, I'm never on this <laughs> end. I'm the questioner. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. So, I'll, I'll make it easier for. I'll make you multiple choice for you. How many couples, on average, get married at Walt Disney World each year? Is it a twelve hundred, b fifteen hundred? C, 900, or D, 2,000? What do you think? 2,000. You're going with D. Okay. Well, I will tell you that in the time they have been doing, officially doing, weddings at Disney World, there have been over 50,000 people married at Disney World, but they average about 1,200 a year. Okay, so twelve hundred a year. So there's really there's so a little under what a little under three per day. 
that's amazing. A little over three a day. Yeah, that is still that 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 is amazing. So, and you think of the cost of those weddings. <laughs> uh, they start at five G's and go up from there. <laughs> well, and the five thousand dollars is you, your significant other, the minister that you provide. Mind you, they don't provide the uh, officiant, and I th- believe they give you three witnesses that are allowed to be there for five thousand dollars. Do, do do they give you a character at least? Uh, not for five G's. Maybe a lesser character. Uh, I don't think you could get one of the unknown cats from or unknown dogs from Modern One Dalmatians <laughs> for for five thousand. Oh man! It's like you got Dalmatian number eighty six for your. <laughs> Yeah. Your, your, your at wedding character. He, he's the one with only one spot. You, you get yeah. One, right? Cool. Well, Pete, you mentioned it earlier. I, I had a trip, and, you know, I'm excited to talk about it. We don't do trip reports all that often here, and I usually don't enjoy or don't like talking about my vacations because I don't know if they're all that interesting, but I had some genuinely cool experiences. And, like you mentioned, this was a, a, a like a date weekend. Pete, we, we haven't gone away from our kids overnight. Since my twins were born, so we're looking at like eleven years. So, oh, boy, yeah. So, I mean, we've had obviously dates out and whatnot with babysitters, but not like overnight anywhere. So, yeah. When we put this one together, you know, I, I I didn't have to twist my wife's arm too hard to get this done. But the logistics of it, my my mother in law actually stayed at my house to watch my kids and my dog. So, God love her that she was willing to take that undertake that for us. Um, and when we went, we were watching the forecast because the last thing I wanted was like a 24-inch snow, you know, right when I'm not around to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So you sending me pictures did make me feel slightly guilty, but my son actually chipped in. My Hey, my son, my 11-year-old son, who I can't get to do his chores, actually went out to the garage, got the shovel, and did the best he could and tried to shovel it off, even without, you know, Grandma telling him to do so. So Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. That was pretty maybe, cool. Maybe he was trying to <laughs> make sure that you brought him something back. They got some pretty cool stuff. I'm sure. So, so, but like you said, today we are going to discuss your most recent trip to Disney World with, alone with no kids, along, along with your lovely wife. Um, so first off, how long were you guys there and how long, did, where did you stay? Well, we, we left on Friday, uh, December the 2nd, and we left, we, our flight was a, a 7, 710 flight that left at 745. So time change, you know. Typical you, O'Hare. Uh, uh, midway. Oh wow! That's yeah, yeah midway. So, okay. So I was surprised, but it was it wasn't a problem with the plane, you know, loading up. It, it just didn't actually get the gate in time, so it must have been delayed at a, at a different airport. But you prorate that out; it's two and a half hours for the flight, and then you got to add an hour, so really it's three and a half hours. By the time we got the rental car and we checked in, it was it was around midnight that we actually walked into the carriage house over at Saratoga Springs. And we got our room. And at that point, there's like three rooms left. So that poor girl was standing behind the counter. And I walked in and I gave her my best midnight comic genius, which, of course, went over as well as my podcast comic genius. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, I'm so glad you guys made it. Um, you, you guys are in the grandstand. Well, if you have any idea where the grandstand's at, it, it could not be further. <laughs> it could not be the, further from where we wanted to be. But at that point. When you're checking in at midnight, you just want a bed. Yeah, and like beggars cannot be choosers at, at that point. So, um, you know, we 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 actually got in, and actually we were still running on adrenaline at that point in the day. So, but we got a rental car. 
Um, side note, Pete, because you're a, a car guy, you ever drive a you ever uh, drive a Mazda? Um, I have actually a buddy of mine that I've known for a number of years now is the sales manager at Continental Mazda in Naperville. I've driven quite a few Mazdas. So you've driven a few. Have you driven a Mazda three? I have. Okay. It's 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 well. I think it was a Mazda three. It's a four door car, but it's got a kind of a bizarre hatchback in the in the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um. So all I can say is I don't know if I've ever driven a car as loud as far as cabin noise as the Mazda. It just seemed very loud to me. Hmm. Um. Yeah. It was it was it was strange. Maybe it was particularly this one. It had almost twenty nine thousand miles on it, so it perhaps had been abused and beaten up. But that car was particularly loud. But it it, it served our purposes. Um. You know, we only needed to carry three bags, you know? Yeah. It's just us. Though the five of us could have fit, but <laughs> the, the kids' luggage wouldn't have, so... Um, yeah, maybe next time it's just the two of you, you ask for that Mazda Miata or something. Yeah, right? And I, I had to walk my wife right past all those exotic cars at the airport. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, we're not getting those. That Corvette, that's not ours. <laughs> that white Mazda, that's ours over there, so... Um, so we're there at midnight, we get a good night's sleep, and so my debate was, because I'm a cheap guy, it was, am I getting my money's worth by checking in at midnight? And the answer was, absolutely, because I woke up the next morning and I felt refreshed. Unlike when you have, like, a flight at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning, you don't sleep well that night before, you know? Frankly, you don't sleep well the day before a Disney trip, no matter what, right? That's why I take that 7 a.m. flight. Because you're sleeping bad I'm no matter sleep, what. I'm not sleeping anyway. Right? So, so I might as well be up getting last minute stuff together and being ready for, for the, the pickup to the airport at, at five. It, it, it's so true. So that's what we did. We just decided, you know what, let's do it. Not to mention the flight on Friday was cheaper than the flight on Saturday. So even though it, oh, cost, yeah. it cost me Disney points, you know, to stay there that night, but it was worth it because we didn't feel the jet lag or anything. So um, the next morning, our plan was some of the highlights. Let's talk about some of the best parts because we don't necessarily need to go, you know, stop to stop. But uh, you know, I, oh, wait. I, I before we get into the best part. Yeah, I got it. I you know me. Where'd you eat? Because I know you said you were gonna do a couple of places that you couldn't go with the kids. So okay, I'm dying to know where you ate. Okay, so um, well, I guess I guess we can just jumpstart, go right to the food then. So the places that we hadn't been to before included. The Wave of American Flavors for a breakfast buffet on Sunday. We ate at Blaze Pizza, and that was brand new to us, uh, and that was Sunday evening. Um, we had done Olivia's Cafe many years ago, but it seemed like a new experience to us when we were there. And then, uh, well, we ate off-site on the first day. We, we met Michael and Christina and Jordan and Cameron. We met them for breakfast at a place off-site because... Uh, I'm a goofball. You know, we love going to our Disney restaurants, but we love eating and feeling like a local as well, too. I wanted to go to someplace authentic, you know, someplace like Florida authentic, mm-hmm. or someplace that, like, obviously there's no tourists here. These are all yeah, locals. The, the locals go. Right. So Michael suggested a place down the road a ways in Haines City. It was actually called Egg City in Haines City, and we met for breakfast. It was an awesome time. You know, I can't say enough, you know, how... Facebook is, social media can be an awful thing, but it can bring people together that you have no idea that you're that close with. And like, like me and you, big guy, you know, we met a couple years ago, you know, we're yep. good buddies, we text each other pretty much every day, so um, Michael is the same way, you know, to actually sit down and talk with Michael and, and Christina and the boys, 
it was like we had known each other for years. So, you know, God love those guys. I posted a picture saying, you know, my Disney Ohana, and I truly feel that way because, heck, I text Michael almost every day too now. So, Yeah, I saw that picture. You guys looked like you were having a good time. The kids seemed like they were even the, uh, the engaged. Kids, the, kids were, the kids behaved so well. Um, yeah, and so I, I can't say enough nice things about the family. So we that was that was almost the highlight of the trip is just getting to meet you know the blacks because we genuinely enjoyed that time. So that breakfast was probably I would say by time like twenty minutes from like Saratoga, but like towards towards um, Tampa Bay, you know, in that okay. direction. So northwest. Yeah, you're gonna put me in a bad spot. Down I four, the opposite way of Universal. You know, that's that's the way I can describe it. Yeah, I've never gone to Universal, so. <laughs> well, we'll have to get you. I'm. I'm no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there's, I, a, there's a different part I, of the country. I, here. I I ride the the cart with Mike Rallman at that other place is just an evil dark place that we don't go. Oh man, and see, so, you know, I'm a big fan. They 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 have a pretty they they're pretty special there. One of these times, I'll, we'll get we'll go together. You know, we'll we'll take the families together, and I'll break you down. We'll get you over there at least for one one afternoon. It's worth it. I'm telling you, I, we, I can make you a believer in just a half an afternoon. So, but anyways, let's bypass that for now. Okay. So, so here's our trip, right? Me and my wife, we each got a a, a big suitcase, but we pack a third suitcase that's completely empty because our thought is we're gonna do our Christmas shopping down there. You know, the kids they have a tolerance for shopping. My wife and yeah. I, you know, most, no. most kids have a tolerance for anything. It's a question of how long until that tolerance runs out. It, yeah, and, and that timetable was really fast out in Disney, isn't it? You know, it's like I, I would imagine <laughs> I would know. You'd have to ask Missy what my time like, what my uh, my attention spans like on there. <laughs> well, you got the pool, you got the parks. It's like okay, Dad, but they've got some. They've got. Uh, we didn't go to theme park connections, but they've got Disney outlet stores, and there's one right by the. Well, I wouldn't say right by, but there's a church right there. Um, it's kind of... How can I best describe this? There's a Bahama Breeze restaurant. It's right by the Disney Good Neighbor or, or Resort Row right there. It, I'm, okay. doing, I'm doing bad. By the, the Crossing Shopping Center is kind of the best way to describe it. And there's one down by Universal. And these outlet stores draw Walt Disney World stuff pretty much exclusively. And it's stuff you can't find at other outlet stores. And the prices are ridiculously cheap. So our thought was, yeah, we'll do a little bit of Christmas shopping. We'll pack it in the suitcase and we'll go home. Right? And it's like legit Disney merchandise. It's not like knockoff stuff from Taiwan or something like that, right? No. And as strange as it is, Pete, is like a lot of the stuff that I saw there, I actually saw at the resort shops, but without the clearance price. Really? So, so yeah, no, it was like like I saw a couple of t-shirts that I, you know, picked up and they were marked. Twelve ninety nine as opposed to the thirty six ninety nine, and I was like, "Well, I don't like the style." And I saw the exact same T shirt in the Boardwalk gift shop later on, and I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of." Is it maybe that they're like misprints or they're irregulars? I didn't catch that. I mean, I bought. I bought. I've been buying stuff for them places for years. I haven't caught that it's a misprint. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, and it's they're they're all cheap. So now I'm going to use the word cheap, and that's a relative term because inexpensive yeah it but it was for the first place it was 191 dollars of inexpensive so like the retail price was like 500 you know so we're laughing because that's my, a deal well my wife and i you know when we're on vacation honestly we're like uh 
the most irresponsible people in the in, in the world. So, but we wanted to make sure we got a big family to buy for. We, we got we got grab bag gifts. Um, we got a bunch of people to take care of. So that's the first store. And then we decide let's go visit the other outlet store. But instead of getting back on I four, we actually took International Drive there, and. That's a we nightmare. took iDrive? Yeah, that's a nightmare. That was a bad call. Wow. Even I know not to take iDrive, and I don't <laughs> drive down there. Yeah, that's a bad call. Don't do that. That's that's not good. There was so much congestion and traffic. But the way we looked at it was it was just me and my wife. We had the windows down. It was like 75 degrees, and we thought, you know, if there's a way to kill time, this is pretty good right here. So it was kind of a cool touristy thing to do. The mall down by Universal, it's – how can I describe this? The parking is like Black Friday at your favorite neighborhood mall, but double the insanity. There were cars parked on like grass areas that were signs that said no cars park on this spot. And like there were cars parked right next to the spot. It, it was insane. Double parked vehicles and the police were there. They just weren't doing anything as if this is a normal, you know, action. So um, it was pretty crazy. We had to fight for a parking spot for about 30 minutes. But we got one, um, and that was you know a couple hundred bucks later there too. So we're hemorrhaging left and right here, but we're enjoying the hell out of it, and we're having. And, but you also sounds like you saved about sixty percent or so. So way more than that. Things like I, I couldn't even tell you. Like um, I bought some. Well, I bought T-shirts that were like nine bucks a piece. I bought my daughter an Elsa figurine that was marked five ninety nine, but it was forty nine ninety nine was the original list price. So, yeah, I mean, we just, whenever we saw a good deal, we bought it. So, um, and, yeah, and, I mean, but we took care of Christmas. So we came home, we allocated everything, and it was it was pretty cool. So we enjoy shopping, though, as a couple. But got past that and said, you know what, enough of this. Let's go back to the resort, and let's just relax. We figured we wanted to get a little bite to eat. So we decided, well, hmm, let's go to, uh, let's go to Captain Cook's, right? That sounds like a good option. Would that be a place you'd want to go for just a quick service menu? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, you're especially since I'm going to be staying there. Okay. Saturday night. Saturday, like afternoon. Yeah, that parking lot's closed. You're not getting in. They wouldn't let us in. So they said. Yeah, but I'm I'm staying there. You could stay there. They will let you in for that. So here, <laughs> here, here's the kicker: your free parking couldn't do it. You want to Valley Park, Mister Malik, and you want to pay twenty five bucks to Valley Park. You can go and eat at Captain Cook's at that point. Well, that's where the cheap guy in me took over. I was like, yeah, I'll be going somewhere else. So went to the Grand Floridian, tried the same thing. Yeah, the same thing happened again there. So we were not eating around the uh, the Seven Seas Lagoon. And I think that's just because it's Saturday. I should have known better. You know, as a Disney veteran, I should have known better. So we made our way to Old Key West, and we went to eat at Olivia's Cafe. And we have eaten there before, but it was a long time ago. So it felt like a, like a new experience. So we have a really nice meal. Um, I order a shrimp po' boy. Within five minutes, the waitress comes back and like kind of like puts her hands on the table. And I'm thinking to myself, there is no way that they're out of shrimp for the shrimp po' boy. And my wife got the mahi-mahi sandwich. So I'm thinking, what happened here? Threw out of the bread. No. Listen to this story. So she tells me a guest just left and is buying his lunch. And he said, pick it out. I'm buying someone else's lunch in this restaurant too. So I look at the waitress like, you're kidding me, right? Like you're pulling my leg. And she goes, no. She goes, so I have the dessert menu. Pick out your dessert. 
we don't ever get dessert, Pete. You know, so it's like, well, really? She, yeah, pick out your dessert. Someone's buying your lunch. Oh. I was like, well, who is it? I want to thank him. He's like, she's like, I don't even know. The guy just paid, left, said I'm paying for mine, paying for somebody else's. Have a nice day. It was like, like a little touch of Disney magic. And I, you know, for for the life of me, I couldn't figure out who it was. So here I am. I eat this shrimp pull boy, which is like a foot long sandwich, and it's 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 completely filling. And then I order this, what was it, the uh, banana bread toffee pudding with, like, ice cream. And it's gargantuan, but I'm on a mission from God, so I'm going to complete this, and I'm going to finish this. So, yeah, I actually complete all and eat all the food. My wife gets this key lime tart, and she gets... Oh, yeah. She she was like, that it sounded really good. I was like, it does sound good. Let me work on some of it for you. So I think I consumed, like, 3,000 calories. On the way Man. out, the waitress stops me and she goes, "You gotta try this bread. We just made this pineapple coconut bread for dinner." So she stuffs bread on the table. Well, you know, half a basket of bread later, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do anything half committed, so I'm I'm committed. So of course I go and polish this bread off, and it's all free. Um, but I don't want you know I want to leave a really good tip, so I left a really healthy tip, and that was it. I mean, we just walked right out of there, and I thought to myself. You know, that's only an experience you would have at Walt Disney World. Wouldn't you agree? Like, yeah, what? probably. I mean, something like that. When would that happen? When would you ever leave a restaurant, pay for yours, and pay for somebody else's? You know? Right. So we Nice just, work, by the way, getting the uh, Blues Brothers quote in there. That's I was going to do the extra good accent. Good idea, dude. We're on a mission from God, you know? So, um, so we left there. I feel like we were going to go into a diabetic coma, but it was all good. Our plan that evening was pretty simple. We were going to go see Yeehaw Bob. So that's a new experience. I've not ever seen Yeehaw Bob, but but I don't know if you remember. Um, Amy and Tim were on the show, and mm-hmm. they they could not they could have not said nicer things about the show and how I, I should resolve to go and see it next time we were there. So, all right, I'm in. Right, let's go see Yeehaw Bob. So I posed the question on Facebook: When should I get there for an 8:30 show? So when would you think, buddy? 8:30 show Saturday night. When do you got to get there to get a seat? For an 8.30 show, for him, knowing how popular he is, I'm going to say 7 o'clock. Okay. That's a good guess. So keep that in the back of your mind if you go to see him. So I get, uh, Tim actually says, you know, Amy thinks 7.45, maybe 8 o'clock at the latest. So I'm uh, no, I'm going to beat that. I'm going to go to like 7.30. So I get there at 7.25, and it's standing room only at 7.25. And I'm like, you, yeah, you gotta be kidding me, because I don't want to stand for an hour, and then the whole show oh, after. Yeah, that. then the show still right. So I'm like, oh man. So you know, we kind of hang around for a little bit. We go sit outside in rocking chairs. There's the rocking chairs that overlook kind of like the horse area where the they, they load the horses for the carriage ride. Okay. And we just sit outside for you know a half an hour, just talking, just talking to people as they go by. By the way, the vacation Chris is like the nicest version of Chris you could possibly get. I <laughs> I want to continue that vacation version of Chris like every day because that's the Chris that is like completely outgoing and is like super kind and generous. And I try. I try to live by the vacation version of Chris every day, but it doesn't say always... every day. Chris isn't necessarily a bad guy either. So give no, yourself a little credit. You're right. But I, I want to be vacation Chris every day because, you know, that's the one that I, I, I really aspire to. So. 
We're outside. We're having a great time. We're talking to people. Some lady comes up with a suitcase that's about 900 pounds. Legit, Pete. I don't know how she got this through without paying extra fees. She can barely even push the darn thing, let alone lift it. And she's going to go down the stairs with it. So I go, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it for you. I swear I might have given myself a hernia, you know, carrying this thing down the stairs. But she was uh, super happy about that. It's it's now like 8.05, maybe 8.10. And I said... Let's go back in and just check and see if anybody, you know, left, if we can get a seat. So I go in there and take a look, <clears throat> and there's nothing to be had. There's more than more than we left it with, obviously. But I look over, and there's a lady who was standing next to me when I showed up at 725, her and her son. So, um, though I, I should go and look right now at Facebook. I don't remember her name. I think it was Marge. But her son's name was Jeff, and I remember that clearly. Um, she was sitting on a couch with a coffee table and a chair with Jeff sitting in the chair. So I walked over and I explained, we have two. Can I borrow one of your chairs? Well, at that point, she said to us, well, if you only have two, you guys can join us for the evening. Well, no matter what right there. (laughs) Done. Yeah. Not only am I done, I'm committed. You know I mean? There's no like way out of that one. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you're committed to doing that. So, so here's what I know. So Jeff is, Jeff is a special human being. Jeff Jeff actually has Down syndrome and he's a special human being. I I could just tell from the moment that he started talking to me that he was he, he was a character. Um, she was entirely fascinating. She spent 15 years living in Turks and Caicos. She spent 15 years living in Florida. She was a government computer like installer um, and Jeff was one of many of her kids but the one that hadn't left the house. So they were there to celebrate like a special occasion for him. So as soon as I sit down, oh my gosh, Jeff is cracking jokes. And he is talking up a storm. He is loving the day. So meanwhile, you know, I, I order myself a youngling and Lisa orders herself this raspberry pina colada drink. My wife doesn't drink, like like zero pee. And my <laughs> beer consumption is like one, maybe two per month. And it's like with tacos or pizza, literally. I mean, I'm a non-drinker. And my wife is less. So she gets this raspberry drink. It's like 16 inches tall. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm carrying my wife out of here, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to have to drag her out of here. And you're thinking to yourself, well, there goes my my <laughs> drinking for the evening. I guess I'm having my one. <laughs> yeah, my one, and I'm going to have to finish hers, and I'm not drinking, you know. So um, anyways, Yeehaw Bob comes out, and he starts playing, and he is amazing. So I would guess by age, he's between, like, I don't want to offend him. Like 60 to 65 is his age. He plays for an hour and a half, nonstop, and just kills it. Christmas songs, Disney songs, um, American Pie by Don McLean. He just kills it for an hour and a half. Jeff is sitting next to me, and he's got his fist up, and he's cheering, and he's dancing, and he's singing. It is so priceless. Like, it is so genuine that he's doing this, and he loves it. And his mom is laughing and taking pictures. It was like one of the coolest experiences we've ever had. Like all of a sudden we became part like of that family for like an hour and a half. And Jeff is just having a great time. He sing uh, Yeehaw Bob at the end of his skit is singing the, uh, the, uh, the 12 days of Christmas. And so he's got, he's got the audience singing and dancing. And he's pointing to different members of the audience. You guys are the, the, the geese, the, the geese are laying and you are the, the, uh, uh, the swans are swimming and you're the lords are leaping. He's got 50 people 
No kidding you, Pete. Maybe more. Maybe 70 people singing and dancing and lords of leaping are jumping around the dining room. Jeff's hooting and hollering. It was it was an experience unlike I've ever had before. And I don't know if I'll ever go without seeing that show. So I could not tell you enough to go see Yeehaw Bomb. So anyways, the show's over. He just kills it for an hour and a half. By the way, he's playing with his feet. He's playing with his elbow. He's playing with his head. He's playing with his hands, standing up, sitting down, kneeling. I've never seen anything like it. He wants to take pictures and put them on Facebook. This is what Yeehaw Bob says. So I walk, mm-hmm. up, I walk up to the piano and I say, hey, Mr. Jackson, I said, my name is Chris. I said, I have a Disney show that I put out. Um, and I just wanted you to know, this is my first time coming. I was told to come here and I got to tell you, you are amazing. And this is, you're, you're a legend. That's all I could tell you. He looks at me, he points his finger at me, he goes, I am coming on your show. And he points his finger right at me. And it's like, holy cow, you know, like, yeehaw, Bob's like engaged with it. Before I know it, he's signing an autograph for me and my wife on a picture. And he goes, come on, let's take a picture together. I turn around and Jeff is standing with us. So (laughs) before you know it, Jeff's my family member for the day. Well, Jeff, he couldn't walk too well. He, He had some kind of like mobility issue. So... I'm helping him up with two hands, lifting him by the arm and his by his armpit to get him next to Yeehaw Bob. He's laughing. Yeehaw Bob's laughing. We're pointing. It was the craziest thing. Like, like when you went home that night, you chuckled to yourself and said, how did that develop? But like only at Disney would that experience develop like, like that authentic, that genuine, that innocent, that much fun. Like other than it, you know, with Yeehaw Bob's show at the river roost over at Port Orleans. It was amazing. So, um, Anyways, the next morning, Tim Van Swole actually, you know, contacts me on Facebook because Yeehaw Bob posts, like, the best goofy picture possible on his site right? of me, Lisa, and Jeff. So before I know it, you know, I'm on Facebook, posted from Yeehaw Bob. About 20 minutes later, <laughs> about 20 minutes later, Yeehaw Bob sends me an instant message saying that I was, you know, I was really thrilled to see you. And these are the days I can record. I want to record. I want to come on your show. And I'm like, holy cow. You know, Pete, you and I, we're, we're, we're knuckleheads, you know, from Chicago. All of a sudden, I got a, I got a guy who I, you know, think is going to have a window on Main Street someday contacting me. It was a really cool, surreal experience. That's for sure. So It sounds like it. Well, you, you've got to go, big guy, when you're down there. I, I think we're going to have to have Bob on maybe the... Uh... The big five O show. That's you know I am so hoping he, he you know he responded to me a couple of times. I would love to have him on. So if you're listening to this show so far, we promise we'll get Yeehaw Bob on. I, I, and if you've not seen the show, I cannot tell you enough to go see this show. This is something you'll never see in your life. It's free. It, I mean, it'll cost you a couple cokes or a beer or a raspberry pina colada. As my wife recommends, it is amazing. It is. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. So I can't tell you highly enough to go see it. So, oh, man. So anyway, so that, that next day we get up and we decide we're just going to do a little bit of resort loop. You know, we're going to go to uh, the Wave of American Flavors for buffet breakfast. And that was really good. Have you ever tried that, Pete? I've not eaten at the Wave yet. All right. So we woke up. We were like, we need a place for breakfast. We didn't make any reservations. We didn't want to, like, restrict ourselves. So I go and do a little bit of research, and I find Pat Gennetti. You know who Pat is, right? From, from mm-hmm. So Pat's part of the Mickey Dudes. He wrote a blog piece on the wave. So I read it, and he, he's got nice things to say. So I figure, okay, 
let me try it. I make make a reservation, and I will tell you the food there was spectacular. You know, it's kind of overlooked because it's not in the main level. I mean, it is literally the main level of the contemporary, which is the ground level. It's right. Oh, next- it's I. It's right next to the uh, check-in desk, isn't the, it? The check-in desk. Yeah. You, you would have to look for it to find the place. I mean, it's not in the main level. It's not by Chef Mickey's. It's not by the outer rim or anything like that. It's down. It's down two levels from, where, you know. From yeah, the- if you were to walk into the contemporary off the street level, mm-hmm. like say you walked over there from Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. When you walk through those main doors, you have the check-in desk to your left. And it's on the far end of the check-in desk, correct? Yeah, keep walking, and you'll you'll run right into it. Yeah. So, so the food was, the food was spectacular. Everything was hot. Everything was fresh. I mean, the waiter was on us like from the moment we walked in, and this was on a Sunday, so it's it's hard. I mean, they're busy as can be. Um, so everything was really good. Here's my one knock on the wave. Maybe it's how it was designed. It felt, I don't know. It it. It's hard to say this. It, it it didn't have the character of other restaurants. It doesn't have the character of a Trails End or um, uh, the Whispering Canyon or, or or anything along those lines. It doesn't have that character. It feels like a more of a nicer dining room, but like not like over the top Disney, which I guess in itself might be desirable if you're looking for more of a place that's it, it wasn't romantic, but like more adult orientated. That would be it. So. But it was cheap. It was like twenty-two bucks for a buffet breakfast um, with a DVC discount. So, I mean, for Disney pricing, I, I can't say you at home you'd be happy about that. But for a Disney buffet that featured, you know, really fresh food really quickly and, and, and good quality, it's pretty good. You know, so to get under there without topping fifty dollars was a pretty good deal. You know, so yeah, definitely. So did that. Hooked up on the monorail. Went to the Polynesian, snapped some pictures for my buddy Pete, fired those pictures off, got some pictures of snow in return. <laughs> that was that, that was nice. Thank you again. You're welcome. So uh, wanted to just, buy. Just trying to keep you grounded, pal. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to make sure I was coming back home, right? No, you try to keep me away by doing that. Well, no, I was trying to remind you of what you actually live in on a regular basis. Oh man, see, I didn't want you to fall into that fantasy world of I live in Disney World. No. Yeah, you didn't want me to enjoy myself too much, right? Well, it, you also at one point had put out a picture saying, hey, we found the neighborhood we're going to buy our, our <laughs> vacation home in, You're and right. it's Golden Oak. <laughs> so it was just more of a little bit of a reality check just to keep you, you know. Yeah. Thank keep you. Keep you back on planet Earth. That's all. Yeah. Hey, buddy, last time I didn't check, you didn't have <laughs> $1.9 million. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> no problem. So we bought my daughter a Moana doll, and I asked the nice lady in the gift shop, would she record a message? And she was thrilled to record a message. So this 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 this, this girl does like a 30-second spiel and talks to my daughter on the camera. So when I get home and she opens up her Moana doll, you know, there's a woman from the uh, – actually, Nicole from the Polynesian is doing a little, little uh, intro for her. So that was really cool. Um, went from there, and I actually wanted to thank Pat for that cool recommendation. On our previous show, we talked about Disney dream jobs. So Pat responded that one of his dream jobs, or his dream job, would be skipper of the boat from the Polynesian to the Magic Kingdom. So we went and took the boat from the Polynesian to the Magic Kingdom, and I recorded everything on Periscope, and then that got translated over to Twitter, and you know I more or less shared it with Pat. I said, this is a thank you for you. Here is your future job. And... 
you know what? No matter what you do, and 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 you think, yeah, it's it's a boat ride. The sounds that you hear, and the smells, and the sights you see. It's, it's a special boat ride. It's a special boat ride. It's like the special boat ride. So, it's really pretty cool. We 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 uh, we thoroughly enjoy it. We we knew we had no intention of going to the Magic Kingdom, but like you felt like excited as you were on that boat ride. Mm-hmm. And and that was pretty much it. We decided we were going to bail at that point. Went home and just kind of you know relaxed for a little bit. And our plan that evening was we were going to go to the Disney Springs. We hadn't been there. And fact is, we were going to meet up with Michael and Christina one more time. So, um, this is kind of where, I wouldn't say the mistake was made, but we were pounding some pretty heavy steps the entire night, uh, entire trip. So, even the first day was like almost like 19,000, and that was the day I flew in. So, you know, with the walking in the airport and with the walking at home, getting prepped for it and taking the dogs for a walk, these are some big step days. Yeah. Um, Before we even started that, I was at like... 13,000 steps before I even started the walk towards the boat ride and then around Disney Springs. So I knew we were in for a big evening there. So we waited for the boat. Boat took a little bit of time, but it was expected. Disney Springs was Sunday night, and that was my intention. We figured people would be leaving. A little quieter, you know? Mm-hmm. People people be back home. And in fact, it was quieter. Really? It, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't as crowded as it would have been definitely the night before. And here's my brief 20-second synopsis on the Springs. It was really well done, and I could see what they're trying to do. They try to bring back the local by putting in stores that the local would want to shop at. Um, Under Armour, upscale stores, but stores that you would still want to shop in if you were there, you know? So, so like Oak Brookie kind of exactly. So take your upscale mall wherever you're listening to this, whatever upscale mall you would have. Those are the stores that are there, and of course I'm like drawing a blank. You know, I know they have the Hawaiian jewelry store, which you're not shopping in, obviously, but like the Oakley store and the Under Armour store, and I think they had. Um, Wait a minute, why why do you think I wouldn't ever shop at the Hawaiian jewelry store? <laughs> well, you might, you might just shop there, but. I have a wife. You I, never know. Does she have She's a, not real huge in the pearls, but it's... Does she have a Pandora bracelet? She does. Okay, yeah. Well, that's where you're going, because that's what my wife took me to, so... <laughs> There's a Pandora store over there as well, too. But it's really well thought of. I mean, I, I can see what they're doing, and the actual project almost completed at this point is a really nice product, and the traffic flow is nice. The old way the springs would set up, you remember, Pete, you'd start mm-hmm. off by the 12 Days of Christmas, and there was one main lane, right? And it yeah. was it was like the zombie apocalypse. You would literally have to fight your way through there to get from one end to the other side. There are so many detours and so many like cutbacks and different routes to take now. The traffic pattern just never felt crowded, which is like... Like score, that's it. That, that's that's what you want to have happen, you know. Right. So we worked our way in. I contacted Michael and I said, you know, I'm going to pick up something to eat here. We wanted to go to Blaze Pizza. We were thinking of Deluxe Burger, but there's only really one thing my wife and I can get, which is a veggie burger. So we went to Blaze Pizza, and that was awesome. I, I you know, I, I know it's I know it's a chain. I know there's more than one Blaze Pizza, but for ten bucks, Pete, you can get a pizza with like. Whatever sauce you wanted, it was like I've, I've been there. You've been there. Not to that one. You actually, you have one probably less than ten minutes from your house now, pal. Really? Yep, right on Two E Avenue. 
well then I gotta go because I tell you what it's my, my new favorite go to place in all of Walt Disney World my, my, my pizza is disgusting you know no one wants to eat my pizza because even though I'm a vegetarian it contains jardiner onions and pineapples all on the same pizza so it is it is a, a, a it is a battle in my belly from that moment forward you had me with the jardiner you <laughs> lost me with the pineapple on it yeah it, it's it's kind of like a, jardiner onion I'm good it's a kitchen sink pizza that. So, and my wife's a little more tame in her vegetarian, you know, decision there, but like four minutes is done and it's piping hot and each pizza gets cut up and it's like six large triangles. So it's good. Oh, it's great. So like four minutes, we found a seat. The pizza was good. It was cheap. It was fresh. It was really good. So that was my new, it's my new go-to place. But the purpose of our visit was we wanted to see that drone show. So, have you watched any of it on TVP? I have. All right. What do you think? Give me your give me your give me your thoughts. Um, honestly, I it's kind of a neat idea. I don't know if it's. I think the the technology that it employs down the road could be really really cool if it's you know implemented differently. Mm-hmm. Just watching them fly around making an angel and a Christmas tree and stuff like that. I mean, it's neat, especially when you realize that the number of drones they have up there is like less than 10% of the total that they have the ability of putting up there. Hmm. So, I mean, it can be really, really cool. Just imagine that with regular fireworks and projection and things like that. But I think just as it is, it's kind of, it's neat, but I don't think it's going to be like a blockbuster hit. Okay, Pete, you described it almost better than I possibly could. So they line you up along the, uh, the, the village lake right there, which, you know, right, right, right by the characters in flight all the way down to, heck, practically down to Laduba. Um, so they line you up right there. You can go up like five, six deep waiting for the show. It was delayed because there was a lot of wind. So, you know, the the drone that we have at work is a pretty expensive drone with a 4K camera. And she's a pretty tough girl. She can take a lot of wind and she'll still, you know, stay, you know, as far as, you know, camera quality and as far as ability to stay level, pretty good. I don't know if they delayed because they, they're so close in proximity to each other, but they had to delay the show. Um, Michael made a great point. The show is four minutes long. So... You have people lining up for an hour ahead of time, and it's a four-minute show. So that's the one thing to remember is it's not a long show. Maybe because the wind was blowing, I mean, I could definitely tell it was a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And... Well, it's it, supposedly a rotating Christmas tree. It, it was a rotating Christmas tree. And, okay. And that's the extent of what I could tell. Even the, the angel, if it didn't have pointed wings, I'd be hard-pressed to tell you that was an angel. You know, and everything else was kind of a gelatinous mass in the sky. So you described it perfectly, buddy. The technology is going to be special. It's going to be really nice when they develop it. Right now, mm, and I want to try and look in the positive. So the thought of it being really special in the future is really exciting. What it is right now, it isn't all that exciting. So do you, do you think that more of them would have made it better? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was a windy day, so I'm going to give that consideration to as well. So 
just being able to, I mean, they had, th- there's 300 drones in the sky flying right there. Right. So, and I know with, with the technology they're using to control them, yeah. I believe it's been stated they can, they can control up to 10,000 drones Good gosh. with the software and hardware that they're using to control this stuff. That's why I said, you know, they're using a very small percentage of what they're actually capable of putting out. I don't know if that's by design or if that's just because this is a small or a, a fairly large scale, I guess, test. Because it's only through the end of the year at this point. Well, it, it accomplished this mission. That's a Sunday night at the Disney Springs. So people are still on vacation. But that walkway, you know, contrary to my first statement of the springs not being crowded, that walkway was insanely crowded. So if their goal was to bring people out for a free event and turn those people into shoppers and potential food buyers, job well done because they loaded that place. So if that's what they're trying to do to try and draw people as well too with a free event, they killed it. I mean, they aced it there. It's just it'll be better in the future once they develop it. So And we said the same thing a couple of shows ago that if they were to put the spectacle of dancing lights over there that's essentially the reason they'd be doing it is to try to draw people in yeah so this is what they did over there with that so um so i will say you know for the four minute show if you didn't make it over there don't cry about it when you go home you didn't miss anything right now it'll be better in the future than it is right now so we decided at that point you know michael was christina you know they they left for the evening they have Christina had worked the next day. My wife and I decided we're going to go and bum around to Springs for another couple hours and see if we can't blow more of the kids' college fund. So <laughs> we were, you know, we we shopped a little more, all small. You know, she talked me out of buying a few things from the Art of Disney store. So God bless her heart for doing that because that would have really damaged us. And we decided this is this is the bad part, Pete. This is the part where things go off the off the rails. So we decided to walk from. Disney Springs back to my to our hotel room where the grandstand is located is almost by the tree houses so probably by the distance of where the crow flies it's probably it's a good mile and a half two miles isn't it's, it it's about two miles so okay this is like 10 o'clock in the evening we, we just been killing ourselves all day and our step totals are huge yeah so, and you got another 6,000 plus in front of you just to get back to the room <laughs> that was a bad call who made that call? It was terrible. I will say this, though. When you're down there, you are under this... I, it, the word euphoria is not right. But you're down there with this adrenaline just pumping in you all the time. And you see palm trees and it's like 75 degrees. So you know you got to suck up all that you can because you're going back to Chicago in December. And you're guaranteed it's going to be cold. So we, you know, we just made the best of it. But I will say that I was almost at my spot where... <laughs> you know, you, you almost reach that wall where he's like, you know, that's it. I'm not going to step more. So um, that was like a 23,000 step day and we didn't even hit a park and that was just running around and walking around. So mm-hmm. that was a big day as far as steps go. So we were tired. We slept well that night. And, you know, the next day it was uh, it was our flight home. That was a whirlwind vacation pretty quickly. No parks, really no expensive, like unique dining but just fun. My wife and I get along with each other. Just fabulous. There are married couples that fight. And there are married couples that don't really enjoy. I, my wife and I can go on vacation with each other, you know, 
every month and we wouldn't get tired of each other. We haven't gotten tired in 20 years. So, you know, I love spending time with her. That was, it was really cool for my mother-in-law to actually watch the kids and the dogs for us. Yeah, it was. We enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, So I think we're going to try and make a, a a kind of a a regular, semi-regular thing about doing this once a year. Maybe Florida, maybe not, but you know, at least going away for the weekend. I will say that I know that next year at the same weekend, I know that I got uh, Amy and Tim are going down to Florida that exact same weekend, and that'd be cool because Amy and Tim are some really nice people as well, too. Um, Don't forget, Missy and I are trying to get down there for the holidays decorations next year as well. Oh, big man, I'd love it if you and I joined, you know, if we went down there together. That'd be great. Uh, Did you get a chance to check out the tree trail over at the Springs before we get too far off of it? I did. We did. We, we, We did check it out. So... I don't know if you can tell where it's at in the videos. It's by the old bus depot. so Right, so it would be like over by the 12 days of Christmas. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So people have described it as kind of like... Underwhelming. Underwhelming. And in fact, it is pretty underwhelming. But it's another free add-on that could draw you in and put you in a Christmas mood. So they're, they're, not, they're, they're promoting it, but they're not heavily promoting it. It just happens mm-hmm. to be there. So, it's nice. I mean, it's a nice 10-minute walkthrough, but I wouldn't go there with the express purpose of seeing the, the tree trail. It's nice, though. Um, it seems... Uh, it does seem rushed, and the location's not ideal. I mean, literally, you're in the bus lane. So, even when you look down, you see, like, like, like the bus... Roadway. Yeah, the bus lines and stuff like that. So, yeah. in, in a way, it kind of feels like... like you and I thought of this idea, and then, <laughs> you know, we Went had... to Home Depot, picked up a bunch of trees, and threw right. them out there. This is Chris and Pete's Christmas tree trail, you know? So, okay. the, the trees look nice, and the actual signage behind the tree, which displays, like, the tangled tree, and then kind of like a little blurb, that's, of course, they got the Disney sign shop there to produce their own materials, but that's really well done. That was, I mean, that part looked nice. And the trees itself... They look okay. They look nice. They're just not grand in the sense of, holy cow, that's the Yacht Club's tree. And, and, oh, my gosh, that's the Animal Kingdom Lodge's tree. You know, they're like the tree you would have in your house. Okay. So, you know, nothing too unique. But we did hit up Port Orleans French Quarter on the way home. That was our breakfast option. And, you know, that was pretty much it. That was our whirlwind vacation. Um, You know, we try to put in a week's worth of activity in the two days in two and a half days yeah pretty much so but that was our mission we accomplished what we wanted to we did some new experiences we met great people you know we did our christmas shopping we had some time alone together so you know it was it was a really nice trip good so sounds like you guys had a great time we did we enjoyed it. i know before the trip you were saying it was going to be a house hunting trip apparently that was not the case though you know, we've got that narrowed down. So, when, yeah, okay. Yeah, when the time comes. Good for you. You know, and actually Scott Campbell contacted me too. So, you know, this, this will be a different trip, but Scott Campbell talked to me about the Reunion Resort. And, and you know, there's a, you know, we'll be looking into that as well too. This is a vacation property for right now, long term vacation property, potential mm-hmm. eye on retirement property. But, um, you know, if we had to go right now and buy in a subdivision, we go north, we go to Windermere. So, Windermere's got that uh, that certain attraction. It's kind of like, how could I describe it? It's kind of like, you know, and I fear if you're listening, you wouldn't be familiar. But it's a nice upscale community, a lot of lakes. But 
diverse housing situations. One, two bedrooms for, you know, in the low 100s to homes, the 4 million range, you know. So, <laughs> but <clears throat> still very beautiful and not necessarily tied into I-4. So you can access a lot of Orlando and a lot of the attractions mm-hmm. by not being forced to go on I-4. So that's really desirable is to be able to stay off the main thoroughfare. So if you don't really know what I-4 is, it's the main expressway that takes you from the turnpike into Walt Disney World, which is probably the most gridlocked expressway you'll ever travel on. So at certain times of the day, it stands still. <laughs> so, Which so, is why I never drive it. Yeah. It, no one should. So it is It is. It is brutal. So, But anyways, right. that was kind of in a nutshell, my friend. So Sounds like you had a great time. We did. We, I, I have nothing bad to say. You were looking earlier. You said, what was the worst part about the trip? I, I really have nothing bad to say. It was, uh, we, we just enjoyed ourselves. I guess if we could have got a place a little closer to the springs. But even still, you know, we had a car. Yeah. And we were up for any challenge outside of this. If you stayed and bought a refill cup, Pete, and you stayed at the grandstand. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting much use out of it. You are not getting any use out of it. So here's my tip. If you go to Saratoga Springs, request the building, the Springs. It's the closest building to the actual carriage house or the artist palette where the refill station's at. It's also close to the High Rocks Pool, which is where a refill station's at as well, too. So. All right. Good little tip there to close it out. All right, brother. All right. Well, so this has been episode 46. Chris's couple's trip report. Chris is rambling on for way, <laughs> too, way too long. Right, big guy? And uh, I found it interesting. I'm sure everybody else did. Cool. So if you guys want to get a hold of me, you know how to do it. It's, I'm on Twitter, Magic Mouse Medic. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Nobody wants to talk to me. I mean, oh, really. Take it easy, Pete. My mom, she's my number one <laughs> listener, and she loves listening to you. So she doesn't have social media, but but she's like your number one fan, too, just so you know. Wow. Yep. I have a fan. That's... Yep. My mom. Cool and scary all at the same time. I don't know what to <laughs> think about that. Uh, Chris, I know you're on Facebook. You're on Twitter as well. Yep, at Disney Chicago. Disney Chicago, yep. But you know what? The best way to get a hold of us, all of us, is honestly, use the page. Use the WWU page. Leave us a message there, and we'll get back to you. So, One of us will get back to you. Usually, like, I know if I get back to people, I'll usually put, like, you know, dash P at the end of it so you know that it was me that was responding. and mm-hmm. Especially if it's something specific that I know something about. So, um, for Chris and myself... You've been listening to the Dubby Dub Review. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, everybody.